Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. study, our online Bible study. Thank you for being a part of this, for joining us while you are, while you are jumping on. If you could share this uh, stream, that would be, that would be great. And uh, I want to say, uh, give honor to our pastor. I'm honored to be speaking to you tonight and uh, thankful, thankful for what God, what God is, is doing and uh, looking forward to our weekend services on Saturday night at 7, Sunday at 8, and 8.30 and 10.30. And uh, just uh, anticipating what God, what God is going to do. I want to uh, teach tonight. Teaching is my goal tonight. I realize you're at home, maybe on, uh, sitting at a coffee table or in your living room watching this. And uh, if you if you have your Bible, I want you to grab that grab that Bible, the Word of God. And I want you to turn it to Second Kings, chapter four. I want to uh, I want to teach you tonight on this subject: the oil needs a vessel. The oil needs a vessel. Second um, Kings, chapter four. If you're there, why don't you type amen or I got it. 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 1, the Bible says, Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. Verse 2, and Elisha said to her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me what hast thou in thine house. And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go borrow thee vessels abroad and of thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. Don't borrow just a few. Verse 4, and when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons and shalt pour out into all those vessels and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more, and the oil stayed. I'm preaching, teaching to you tonight, the oil needs a vessel. Second Kings chapter 4, the story, if you jump into that with me for just a moment, the story is um, really a, a story that is set in panic. Um, this lady has lost her husband. She has, she is grieving, I'm sure, um, wondering where her income is going to come from. She's in debt, as we learn from this story, so much so that the creditors are getting ready to come and take her boys. So you have to understand that there is panic in this 
in this time and and uh, there's they're wondering what's what's going to happen but she sees the the prophet Elisha come and explains what's well, what's happening and what's going on and and uh, he she explains to him that that they're going to come and take my boys and he says well what's in your house what's in your house she said she said the only thing that's in my house is is a pot of oil a pot of oil I, I tell you right now if I was one of the boys and and uh, I would I would have panicked when the fridge went empty <laughs> I would have I would have worried when when we got when when the food was all gone and all there was was a bottle of ketchup in the refrigerator I, I was I would be worried when the when when the ramen was gone and and the and the fruit loops was gone and and uh, I'd be a little worried when the food starts to run out, but it's beyond that now. All that there is is, is a pot of oil, and it seems as if Elisha doesn't even miss a beat. He, he says, go, go to your neighbors, go and, and get vessels, borrow vessels, don't, don't borrow just a few. And it, it was this, this moment of, of, of panic and urgency and and, and she sends her boys out and, and they gather vessels that are large and small and some maybe had cracks in them and, and some, some, maybe, uh, some maybe didn't hold as much as others but they grab these vessels, they shut the door and she grabs the oil and starts to pour the oil out into these vessels and as long as there was a vessel for the oil to be poured into there was oil flowing, amen as long as there was a place for the oil, the oil would be poured out. And I want to teach tonight, amen, on this Wednesday night Bible study that we need the oil. Just as the oil was what fixed her problem, uh, the oil or the Spirit of God is what that oil is compared to a a move of God, a, a moment with God, a, a, a time when, when, he, when you lift your hands and he delivers you or he takes your sins away or he, or he delivers you from nicotine or from addictions that you may have. I'm talking about the spirit of God and it is that oil or the spirit that we need that is what is going to fix amen our world that is what is going to fix our families when the spirit of God begins to move among us and do what we cannot do can I tell you on this Wednesday night Bible study that God can do more in 10 seconds than you can do in 10 years when we get the oil involved amen when we get the spirit of God involved in what we are doing amen God can do what only he can do for scripture says nothing is too hard amen for God and it was and so it was the oil that that she needed it was she needed the oil she didn't need anything else she needed the oil the oil was what was valuable and and was what was going to pay off the debt and 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 but but uh, what I want us to understand and what I want to teach tonight is is that without a vessel there would be no oil the oil is 
is what's valuable. The oil is what had to be caught. Uh, amen. The oil is what had to be protected. But without a vessel for the oil to be poured in, the Bible says that when there was no more vessels, when there was no more place, places to pour the oil, the Bible says that the oil stopped. Amen. What good, what good is oil, amen, spilled on the ground? Amen. What good is is, is is oil spilt onto a place where you can't gather it and you can't use it for anything else. The oil is what we need. The oil is what will fix it. But I've come to tell you that without a vessel, there is no oil. So what am I saying to you tonight? Here's what I am saying, amen, to us on this Wednesday, on this Wednesday night. We must have the Spirit of God. But we also must have a structure or a vessel for that spirit to dwell in. Amen. That's why, amen, anytime Romans 1 and 20 says that the things of the spirit are clearly seen by the things which are made. And if you look at the body, your physical body, you look at that body and, and you have blood flowing through your veins, you have you have blood flowing through your body. And, and the Bible says that life, life is in the blood. It, it's the blood that carries the life. But, but we understand that without the bones and without the skin and without the muscles, without the structure that is around that blood, we have no place to hold the blood. And so the life is in the blood, but the body is what holds the blood. Amen. Amen. So we need, yes, we need the oil. Yes, we need the Spirit of God. But that oil needs a vessel. Amen. That oil needs a place where it can be kept and where it can be protected. Somebody type amen. Somebody type amen. I want to turn your attention to Romans Chapter 1 and verse 20. Romans chapter 1 and verse 20. The Bible says that the mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. Do you see that? Seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. Watch this. And the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. Seven candlesticks are the seven churches. In the Old Testament, there was a temple that was specifically designed. God laid this out for Moses. It was specifically designed to his instruction. And within that temple in the holy place, there was something called the seven golden candlesticks. It was, it was a single, it, it was a, a set of seven candlesticks on a single pole that would go, went all the way to the floor and, and it had three branches on the right side and three branches on the left side and one in the middle. And the scripture compares those seven golden candlesticks to the church. Revelation compares it to the seven churches of Revelation. It compares it 
to the church. Why is that? Well, it's made of gold. His church is just as gold is precious and valuable. His church is precious and valuable. But, but I want to take it a step beyond that. It, it was a representation of the church because those candlesticks had oil flowing through them. Everybody say oil. They had oil flowing through them. It was the oil that fueled the flame on those candlesticks. And it was the oil that did, that, 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 that provided the light in that holy place. It was the light, the only light in that holy place. And, and that golden candlestick had two things. It had structure and it had oil. It had oil and it had a place for the oil to dwell. And God compared that candlestick to his church. How many know that the church is not a building, but the church is an individual or a group of individuals? The, the church was never a building. And so when he compared the church, his church, to these candlesticks, really, he is comparing individuals to these candlesticks. These candlesticks had structure and they had oil. We need a move of God, amen, in our life. But we also need a structure to hold that move of God within our life. What are you saying, Cody? Here's what I'm saying. We need a move of the Spirit, amen. But if we don't have the structure of a prayer time, if we don't have the structure of a day that we fast, if we don't have a structure of a, of a time during the day that we get in his word, the spirit of God that we incur or that we feel or that falls upon us at different times, it is lost when there is no structure. We understand even here at the church the importance of a structure. Every service that we gather here, you may not realize it, but we have we have an itinerary, if you will, of, of there's a countdown, there's a, there's a song, there's another song, there's, there's announcements and offering, and, and, uh, and, we, and we try to keep those announcements minimal, amen, and, and, and maybe another song, and, and then there's preaching. Every time you walk into this church, there is an itinerary or a structure, but we have that structure not to stick to that structure per se, but we have that to provide a place for the oil or for the Spirit of God to flow within. And so when we come here, when we when we when the band begins to play and the singers begin to sing and we begin to praise God together and the Spirit of God begins to move, we don't we don't look at our itineraries and say, okay, it's time to move on. Okay, it's time to it's time to it's time to wrap it up. That song was only supposed to be seven minutes long. We don't do that. Why? Because the 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 oil was not built for the structure. The structure was built for the oil. Amen. The purpose of the structure was so that the oil could flow. And we have a schedule here, not to keep to the schedule, but to provide a place for the oil to flow. And just as we do that here, you need a, you need a structure 
amen, for the oil to flow in your personal life. You need a devotion time. You need a prayer time. You need a fasting time. You need a time that you are reaching for the Lord. Amen. Uh, there's no faster way to waste an altar call or a moment with God than just uh, than, than, than leaving the building and just doing whatever. You got to be intentional about keeping the oil flowing in your life. Have you ever been that person where you're living for God great one day and, and you're down in the dumps the next day and, and you're, you're living for God great for a few months and all of a sudden things start to fade away? If you'll look at it most of the time, what has happened is that the structure has been lost. Here a little, there a little, we get busy, we get things on the schedule, we get things happening in our life, and before we know it, the structure has been taken away, and because the structure is gone, the oil is lost. But what I'm teaching to you tonight is that we value the oil over everything, but the oil must be kept through an intentional structure in your life. Amen. Somebody say amen to that. Through an intentional structure in your life. If you take a structure and you throw that structure into the sea, maybe it's a, maybe it's a sunken ship. Maybe it's whatever it is. If you take a structure and you put it into the sea, it won't take too long for life to start gathering around that sea, or for life to start gathering around that structure. Anytime you see structure in the sea, in the ocean, or in a pond, or a lake, or a river, you're going to see life there. You're going to see life there. You'll see life out in the ocean around coral reefs, and, and sunken ships, and boats, and you'll see life around specific places. As a matter of fact, fishermen will go to where there is structure, to where there is a place on the bottom that there is a structure because they know where structure is, life is. And it's that way in the kingdom that where, where structure is, there is life. Can I tell you tonight, amen, that, 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 that the blood of Jesus is what washed away and still is washing away sins of this world. The blood of Jesus is what takes away the sin of the world. But can I tell you that without the body of Jesus, we would have never had the blood. Without the structure of his body for 33 and some years, we would never have the blood of Jesus. I think of the story in, in Mark chapter, in Mark uh, Mark chapter 14, I want you to turn there. Mark chapter 14 and verse 3. And being in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment, of spikenard, very precious. What happened? And she broke the box. She broke the structure and she poured it on his head. And there were some that had indignation within themselves and said, why was this waste of ointment made? For it might have been 
sold and given to the poor and they murmured against her. But watch what Jesus says. Jesus says, let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She hath wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always. And whensoever ye will may, may do them good, but me ye have not always. She hath done what she could. She has come to... She has come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also hath she done, shall be spoken for a memorial of her. Jesus said that, that, that she came before to anoint my body. He said what she did in this moment was ordained of me. It was appointed of me. God he saw it before it ever happened. He knew Mary was going to break that box on her. I want to tell you tonight, amen, that that oil that anointed Jesus himself was kept by a structure. It was kept, amen, by something that had been taken care of. It was something that she did not just take lightly. We cannot take the oil lightly. She did not just take it lightly, but she knew, she knew that she knew the value of the oil that was within the container, amen. And that oil was, that, that, that vessel was broken, amen, and anointed Jesus. We don't have oil to hoard it and to keep it for ourselves, but we have the oil so that we can use the oil, amen. The oil that was in those candlesticks, there was oil there because that oil provided light into a dark place. We don't need oil in our lives to be hoarders. It, it ought to be, amen, and overflowing, amen. We ought to have oil, amen, coming out of us. Our cup ought to run over, amen. We ought to have enough, amen, not to hoard it, not to just keep it to ourselves, but we ought to have oil coming in and flowing out of us, amen. We ought to have oil a part of our lives. I want to tell, amen, you tonight as I come to a close, we must have the oil or the spirit of God flowing in our lives, but without a structure, without a vessel for that oil to be kept, the oil is lost. I'm going to ask you as I close tonight, what are you doing to protect what God has given you? What are you doing to protect his spirit? Your body has become the temple of the Holy Ghost. Within you dwells a holy God. Within you dwells the spirit of almighty God. What are you doing? What are you doing to make sure that his spirit is protected? That his spirit walks with you? And, amen. Enoch, as just as Enoch walked with God, are you able to walk with God? Do you have structure in your life that allows you to have a Christ-like mind throughout the day. We must have the oil, but we must 
have structure. I want you to lift your hands right now and say, God, give me structure. I don't want to waste what you have put in my life. Give me structure. Give me a place. Give me a give me wisdom and how to protect and to preserve what you have given to me. Amen. We as the body of Christ have a precious gift. We have the gift of the Holy Ghost. And that gift is not meant to be kept in the confinements of us. Her debt in 2 Kings chapter 4, her debt was not paid until she took the oil and the vessel and gave it and gave it. Her debt was not paid or forgiven until that oil went out of her house. You want to have a flow of the Spirit of God in you. You want to have a prayer life with God. You want God to speak to you and to use you. Let there be a flow that we not only are we just receiving, not only are we just receiving from God, but we are giving such as I have, the disciples said. Such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. It was something that he had on the inside that he could give to others who needed. The oil of God, the Spirit of God is ready to be poured. But he needs a vessel that he can flow through. Lord, I pray tonight. I thank you for your body. I thank you for your I thank you for your people. I pray, Lord, that you would give them oil. Oil is what we need. Your spirit is what we need. But God, you've you've called us to supply the vessel. You've called us to supply the structure. Give us wisdom and what that looks like for us. Give us wisdom on what our prayer time looks like for us. What our fasting time and our study time looks like for us. Give us wisdom, Lord. You said in your word in Proverbs that the labor of, uh, the, labor of the righteous tendeth to life. God, that when we allow what's in us to flow out of us, you bring life to us. Give us wisdom tonight on how to use what you have given us, the oil that you have put in us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. God bless you tonight. Thank you for joining us. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.